Well, we've explored Genesis, Exodus, and Leviticus. Now it's on to Numbers. Numbers is a strange name for a book. Can you tell us why it's called Numbers? It is a very strange name for a book. Simply called Numbers because Moses takes a census of the people. He numbers them uh, by tribe. And um, he does that at the beginning and the end of the book. And uh, he organizes the Israelite camp as they prepare to enter the promised land. And so he he basically numbers them. But, you know, I really prefer the Hebrew name for the book, which is not Numbers. Uh, Hebrew books often begin just with the first words of the book. And uh, in chapter 1, we read, The Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the tent of meeting. That's how the book begins. And so the Hebrews call this, the Hebrew name for this book is simply the In the Wilderness book. And I like that. Hmm. Um, In the wilderness, basically in Hebrew it begins, In the wilderness God spoke. Uh, Chapter 1, verse 1. I like that. And Numbers becomes a story of how a rabble number of ex-slaves becomes a fledgling nation ready to occupy the promised land given to them, promised to them by God. So, um, yeah, Numbers. I I agree with you. It's it's a strange name, but a (laughs) fascinating book. Um, Can you give us a bit of a summary of the book? Yeah. um, While the opening chapters appear rather perfunctory because they are numbering the tribes, their arrangement, the arrangement even of those uh, can be intriguing and the stories that follow engaging. If I might just uh, whet one's appetite, there's the the thing about um, the, the nation complaining about manna. You know, there's only so many things you can do with manna. God was giving them manna to eat. You know, you can, you can boil manna, you can fry manna, you can grill manna, you can have manna souffle, perhaps. <laughs> but, you know, there's only so much. And so they began to complain and they said, you know, this is not good enough, God. We want meat to eat. And so in the 11th chapter, you've got God saying, you want meat? Okay, I'll give you meat. I'll mm-hmm. give you so much meat, it'll come out your nostrils and your ears. So, I mean, there's good humor uh, in, that, in that regard. There are lots of family squabbles uh, in it. Um, you know, there's a time when Aaron and Miriam gang up against Moses, and Miriam, of course, becomes leprous as a result of that. And then you've got the report of the, of the spies. And uh, when, they, when they were uh, sent into the Promised Land, um, they came back with a bunch of grapes, you know, and they carried on a, on a rod between two men had to carry. The grapes were so luscious and so large and, and the cluster so big. That, that even today is the national emblem of the Israeli tourist board, um, which is kind oh. of interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then you've got the, uh, you know, the, the sense that oh, we, the, the people are too big here, you know, and they're, they're the Nephilim. Um, and so you have coming back from the, uh, the spies, you've got a majority report and a minority report with Caleb and Joshua giving the minority report. And, and then finally, you know, at, at one point you have the death of the 10 spies, the, the majority report, basically all of those spies pass away. And then when they realize that, uh, when the people realize that they should have occupied the land when they had the opportunity, and Moses said, no, uh, you missed the opportunity. Of course, they go ahead and, and attack anyway, and they're repulsed. So there are lots of kind of fascinating stories. You've got Korah's rebellion, you know, and he, 
Uh, he rebels against Moses and God and is swallowed up in the earth and then subsequent fire to those who rebelled with him and a plague that is brought upon the people and 14,700 people die. Hmm. Numbers will also tell us about the beginning of an established priesthood. It will recount the deaths of Miriam and of Aaron and, and Moses, that wonderful message of uh, Moses lifting up the serpent in the wilderness uh, and shouting to the people, look and live, which, by the way, is the emblem of the medical profession uh, right. today. And perhaps one of the stories that I love most is the story of Balak and, um, and Balaam. You know, uh, when Balak, king of Moab, or prince of Moab, uh, sees the people of Israel coming through his land, you know, he wants to stop them, and so he calls uh, Balaam to stop them. And God basically tells Balaam not to go. And eventually, you know, he gives him permission to go and he gets on his donkey. And you've got that marvelous story of, of the donkey speaking to Balaam uh, because it kept wandering off the path and uh, he kept beating it. And inevitably, you know, Balaam would not curse the people. Um, Balak said, now curse these people. And Balaam said, no, I can't curse that which God has blessed. 